filibuster receives sponsorship from the Ehrlich Law Office, Discrimination, Wage, and Litigation Solutions for Northern Virginia and the District of Columbia. They want you to know that your rights matter, you deserve to be free from harassment, and you deserve to work. They cover workplace discrimination and wage theft, non-competition and non-solicitation litigation, civil rights, takings and disability, and a lot more. For a free consultation, go to ehrlichlawoffice.com slash filibuster. The important thing that people don't really realize about Thin Lizzy is that they had uh, two lead guitarists playing at the same time, which is how they had that unique sound. Um, it was very innovative at the time. It became kind of the the template for uh, so it's just fake. Rock. No, no, no. Two people playing the exact same. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, but um, so so they fake? they yeah, that's I mean, not just... fake. That's two human beings playing two different guitars uh, in a similar We're playing fashion. the same thing. Yeah, I mean, Rage so Against like the Machine's the bass line was just the same as the guitar line. Uh, it's it's like two having two people sing uh, as background singers, except these were the this was the two lead guitars, um, and that is how they sounded that way. Another thing you need to know about Thin Lizzy is, is that uh, the Boys Are Back in Town was almost not a hit, and in fact, they were possibly going to scrap the whole band. Uh, but a couple radio stations in Kentucky just kept playing. Uh, the boys are back in town and it started to get a little traction and it started to get more popular. And then it became a song that, that I, I have taken it upon myself for no good reason to talk about tonight uh, at length. So, and that is our cold open. So really Adam's wife is in charge of thin Lizzie making it or her people. Well, this is more precise. Yeah, yeah. This was, I think this predates Adam's wife by about a decade or so. Um, <laughs> I don't know but, when uh, Thin Lizzy was around. Uh, the 70s, not the 80s. Yeah, It's far enough in the past. Yeah, there's a good point there, which is that all of that stuff is far enough in the past where it might as well be the same. Um, anything remember... that happened before 2000 is pretty much... A cl- one, it's classic rock. So like Snoop Dogg's first album, classic rock. Um, can I say something just about, about... Just throwing it out there. Can I say something yeah. about 2000, the year 2000? Mm-hmm. I still try to think that like when I'm trying to do math about how long ago things were, I'm still like, Oh, it, 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 10 years ago. Right. And it's just nope. like, not at all. I'm just like, wait, wait, no double, double that. Oh shit. Yeah. When you, when you compare the dates that things in the past happened to when you were a kid and the distance in time from when you were a kid to now, it, it it's bad. Because it used to be uh, good for me because, like, 2000, I was 15 in 2000. And then it was really easy to just figure things out. And now I'm, like, turning 35 this year. And it's just like, ah, oh, damn it. I have started using the phrase turn of the century to refer to the last <laughs> turn of the century. Because it is reasonable to think of it like that. Like, the, yeah, the amount yeah. of time that went from the industrial revolution to the gilded age uh, is we're talking about the same amount of time between those two things. Um, it's just that it's hard to realize it when you have lived that time uh, and you still maybe are thinking, could I still, do I still count as young? But no, uh, you no, don't. no, no, we don't. Uh, the, the first time you think, do I still count as young? You do not. The answer is, that no. is when you stop. That uh, is the dividing I, line. I wanted to, I guess, since we're on the topic, I can't find the tweet, but I defined the ages that there are um, because there are only a handful of ages. Like, I think people identify by a number, but you're you're incorrect. Uh, the ages are infant, child, teen, 23, 30, and old. 
Those are the five ages, and all of us are old. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. We are. Uh, we either have responsibilities. I'm the closest to or, 30. Or physical infirmities, or a combination oh, I thereof. Have the infirmities. That have defined us as old. Um, and, yeah. you know, once you're old, it's, it's all downhill from there. Um, so if you're like 25 and you have responsibilities, then you might actually you're be 30. 30. Um, but if you are still a, a college level idiot, you just have a job instead of college, then you're 23. Um, and, and if you're to 23, be clear, this is a state of mind anything. and a state of being as much as it is about your your actual temporal age. No, no, no. So Jason, there is no temporal age. Okay. Jason, These are the how, only ages. Jason, how long <laughs> yeah. were you 23? Uh, I was 23. I would, I would say from 2001 until probably 2007. I was 23 for those years. Um, that's an appropriate length of time. Yeah. Uh, you can extend it out if you don't, if you don't get married and don't have kids early, um, you can extend it out. Uh, and I was like, I think, uh, down to my bones, uh, the kind of person that was going to extend that out. And I did, <laughs> um, before we started, yeah. before we started, I was telling these guys a story about how, uh, me and my friends talked our way into some cars at a drive through at a Hardee's in Salisbury, Maryland, uh, before they closed for the night because they wouldn't take our orders. They wouldn't let us in. And then they wouldn't let us walk up to the thing. They would, they just refused to take our orders. Wait, and what? so we talked our way into some strangers cars so we could order with them. And di- we did get our food. Jason, uh, you do when you're 23. a question did that I wasn't, make- uh, hold on. I, I have, I have a pressing question. Hmm? Why didn't you have your own car to drive through the drive through? How, how did you get drunk. to Salisbury? How did you get to Salisbury, Maryland without a car? We drove sober to Salisbury, and then once we arrived there to visit a friend, we got drunk, and then we were walking back to his house. At, at which point, you we were passed walking the in Salisbury, Maryland. Well, yeah, because we all went and got drunk, so we couldn't drive. Also, the bar was like a quarter mile from his house, so driving would have been uh, insane anyway. But also, we should not have been driving anything uh, at all. Um, really, we shouldn't have even been walking uh, in our state. But we were, and we wanted some food, and that was the only food we passed between his Because it was Salisbury, Maryland! It was only a That's quarter correct. mile. True, but it's like uh, it's like near where all the college kids live, so you'd expect there to be a bunch of like random college-style restaurants that are open Jason, uh, very it's late. it's Salisbury, Maryland. I know. This was not... I didn't choose to live in Salisbury. My friend did. Um, I chose to visit him this one time, and it was a preposterous trip from start to finish. Uh, and part of it was we did successfully get some Hardee's after talking our way into some strangers cars and they allowed us to join their orders. People, and did you uh, get the Frisco burger, Jason? I don't remember what I got. That's, that's a mystery <laughs> uh, to me. So I have a confession. When you were telling this story before the show, I wasn't listening that closely at the beginning <laughs> and <laughs> I, I heard drive in. I had assumed for the entire story that you were actually at a oh. drive in movie theater and you talked no. your way into a car at the drive in I mean, movie theater. Oh, no. Because I thought you were going to say something like more like a Sonic. <laughs> that would have made more, more sense. sense. I was like, why would the drive in <laughs> movie not serve you in the car? Like, do they just have like waiter wait waiters coming to your car every drive-in i've ever been to which is not many admittedly because i grew up in the 90s and not the 50s uh you walk to the shack to to get food there's a concession stand that you walk to right adam i grew up in the 90s too and i've never been to a drive-in movie theater 
I, I know I, I know they exist. Like Richmond has one out in, in Goochland County, but I mean, uh, it's, a, it's a fun. Is it? Is it actually? Think of, think about what you're saying, Adam. Adam, think about what you're saying right it is now. A, a weird, kitschy experience. There you if go. You, if you have a car, it can be fun to to do. I remember going as a kid, which was not the right way to do it because I was sitting in the back seat, like looking in around my 60s. parents trying to try, trying to see the the screen because you grew up in the sixties, apparently. Yeah, listening over the low power FM station that they had to transmit sound, um, that was less good. But uh, going again when I was a little older was was better. Hey, hey, welcome in. This is filibuster, the Black and Red United, and is it time is weird podcast. I'm Adam Taylor, joined by Jason Anderson and Ben Bromley. We are all from BlackandRedUnited.com, where in normal times we talk about DC United. Uh, and and major league soccer and yeah, nowadays a little bit less talking about those because well you exist. We had right some. Now, you know. We have some developments uh, on that front. We have some, and we will get to them after I ask this question. Ben, what are you drinking? I am drinking Devil's Backbone's Cosmic Fruit Overdrive, which is a they describe it as a smoothie style beer. Are you sure that's not a Thin Lizzy song? Fairly, but not a hundred percent sure. It's not a Thin Lizzy song, um, <laughs> but it is Could just packed full of fruit flavor. I'm just going without just, just shush. Um, it's just packed full. It, it does taste like a smoothie. It just tastes like a bunch of fruit. Adam just took a sip straight from the wine bottle as I was watching him. So we'll have to deal with that here in a second. Mm. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, the Cosmic Fruit Overdrive from Devil's Backbone is just like chock-a-block full of fruit flavor. It's a really, it was part of their like fruit summer variety pack and, and it's really good. I, I am How a big fan of Shandy of is it then? It's not Shandy-ish. It's smoothie-ish. Okay. It's <laughs> a fair point. It's not like lemonade. It's like a smoothie. Which, yeah. I mean, those two things are very different. Fair. Uh, so I am drinking a white Cote um, from the bottle. It, well, I, I have a glass, but I wanted to distract you. So I took a swig straight from the bottle, uh, which is almost empty. I have a glass. It's right here. Uh, you can't see it if you're listening to this, but Ben could see it. Jason could see it. I also mm-hmm. saw you swigging directly from the bottle. I definitely did that. And I cop to it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a cheap white from Trader Joe's that's pretty good. Um, Cotarones are good. Yeah, I, I like red and white Cotarones. I like. Uh, not everyone has a favorite region of France for their wines, but I like south southeastern France. It is good. Um, those are some of my favorite wines to drink. So, Cotarone is southern France. Ben, don't look at me like that. Jason, what are you drinking? <laughs> well. Uh, I wish I could say he took another sip of the bottle. He said he had a wine glass. He showed me a wine glass and just sipped from the a bottle. <laughs> he keeps doing it's it. It's getting worse. It's uh, getting worse. I wish I wish that I could say I was drinking uh, whiskey in the jar to continue this thin Lizzy theme that I am forcing <laughs> on you guys. And I, I want to be clear, not for any particular reason. It just sort of bubbled up in my head. It, nothing sparked this. I didn't hear their songs or see them or anything like that. Um, but I don't, I, I didn't do that. Uh, instead I have, uh, once again, uh, NWL sales sponsor Budweiser. 
Uh, it was cheap. There was a deal. I was buying other beers and they had these beers and I was like, well, why not? I just had to Google to make sure that the boys are back in town was a thin Lizzy song. Cause it's like, do I know Intimate. a thin Lizzy song? Oh, you certainly do. And, uh, and I do. Cause I know that one. Wait, how many other songs? If I say some song titles, will they ring a bell with you? Let's do some science. Okay. Okay, both of you say just yes or no. If I say a song title and it rings a bell for you, be honest. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, the Rocker. No. No. Jailbreak. Vaguely. No. Then I, I'm going to take that as a no. The yeah, noise yeah, you yeah. made before you said no. I'm <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, cowboy Song. No. Is that a Nelly song? Did Nelly cover that? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> wouldn't really be in keeping with his uh, <laughs> his personal uh, style. Nelly had a country face. He did, but country, not cowboys. Uh, <laughs> and cowboy song is cowboy songs actually really more about going to Mexico briefly. Um, that's neither here nor there. Nelly did not cover cowboy song unless he did and never put it out. I've never heard a random it. trip to Mexico would absolutely be in Nelly's wheelhouse, though. But it Just wouldn't be, be in the country phase, I don't think. I don't I think know. It would be in Maybe. a different phase of his career. True. Uh, anyway, I feel like we've we've done enough here. Um, <laughs> we should probably move past we? Yes. So, what are you drinking, Jason? I said I said already. Okay. I I was distracted. <laughs> I already by, said. Uh, oh yeah, that's right, a Budweiser. Yes. Uh, I was distracted by the Thin Lizzy. This is the second time. This is the second time you have not really listened to what I was saying. <laughs> I did listen. I like it. You're it missing. Was in, it was in my brain. You're missing just, some absolute gold. <laughs> I think you guys are both drinking Budweiser projects, right? Or Anheuser Busch products tonight. Technically, uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, mine is not technically. Mine is a pretty strong oh, yeah. yes. Yours um, is in fact the flagship. Yes, I can see from where I'm sitting the can with the words Anheuser Busch on it. <laughs> so there you go. All right, let's get to the soccer, and I think we we're, we're going to focus. We're not going to get too far afield of soccer from here on out. He says naively. Um, we're going to start off with a a rumor that resurfaced this week uh, that that DC United is interested in former Liverpool striker Daniel Sturridge. No, he, he of the very strange, uh, but but I kind of liked it. Gold goal celebration dance, and of the less likable uh, gambling ban, um, which I've heard many different things about, and don't know all the facts. But he did receive a ban for gambling, and Jason, in a sentence, the likelihood of this happening is. About as likely as DC United signing any of us. Less, I would say. Or any I members mean, of Thin Lizzy. <laughs> yeah, there certainly. I mean, uh, Phil Linett, uh is dead. Uh, rest in peace, <laughs> Phil Linett. Um So yeah, you can't sign him. Or I mean, I guess technically you, can, you can sign. You can draw Posthumous contract. contract. Yeah, um, you can't. He can't sign it though. That's a whole problem there. Um, so I don't know it's if it would be a legally yeah. binding document. Um, I mean, Jason, we don't yeah. we don't explicitly know that Jason Levian isn't a necromancer. That's true. I've, I, I mean, I have no 100 uh, percent unquestionable proof of that. I mean, I can build a strong circumstantial case, uh, I feel like. But I, 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 am, I can't say with absolute certainty 
that he can't resurrect the dead. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Daniel Sturridge isn't going to suit up for DC United. That's not going to happen. Um, right. I've heard that offhand. It's, it's uh, about as likely as Jason Levy being a necromancer. Right. Um, that's yes, actually. Um, and in terms once percentages get low enough, they might as well be zero. Uh, and in yeah. both cases, this one might as well be zero. I've heard it. Um, Pablo Maurer has, according to his, his own tweet on the topic, heard it more emphatically than I have. Uh, apparently DC sort of, did look into it in 2018. Yeah, some sort of tire kicking. Um, but yeah, nothing more than that. But right, before but, but, he got banned for yes, telling his brother to bet on his own transfer to Sevilla. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly, but we he was banned for it. For libel sure, sure, sure. Allegedly, but he was banned for it, so. He was banned for it. Um, Jason, you were committed to this Thin Lizzy bit on, on the tweets. I said I would try my best, uh, and I'm, well, I'm doing prop, it. I'm going to run you. out of steam. I'll spoil it right now. I'm going to run out of steam pretty soon, because uh, they only have so <laughs> many hit songs that are coming in off the top of my head. Um, and also, we're doing this podcast right now, so I'm having to multitask True. and think about both things at the same time. It's not efficient. Um, so eventually, I'm going to run out of gas on the tweets. Uh, so, sorry, future listeners. When you, if you decide to look back through our tweets that uh, happened during the recording, this you'll see when I ran out of steam. Also, yeah, don't you don't do have it. to do that. You should do that. You should check our Twitter. You should follow us on Twitter. I mean, you should, but don't don't look back while you're listening. Why not? I multitask while I listen to podcasts. Anyway, Daniel Sturridge to DC United not happening. Also not happening. Uh, MLS All Star Game. The League's Cup and the Campeones Cup, uh, all the various things involving the partnership between MLS and Liga MX um, are are canceled. MLS announced yeah. uh, just today, we're recording this on Tuesday, that due to the ongoing COVID-19 emergency, these these extracurricular activities are, are not going to happen. Means no goalie wars this year. I think that is... Uh, one of the few things I'm actually sad about when it comes to these cancellations. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, it makes sense. You, you can't like if sports happen this year, it's going to be in the most uh, stripped down concentrated version possible. And so things like interleague play uh, exhibition stuff like that just isn't going to happen. It doesn't make sense. Uh, and I mean, everybody's going to be concentrating on their primary product. And so it's not surprising at all that like they, they just need to concentrate on their, on having some sort of MLS product in any way, shape or form this year. And just getting games on the board is, is a win at this point. So any of yeah. this ancillary stuff it, it isn't important this year. Yeah. there And there's also, even if you, even if you decided it was important, if you want to pack all these games in, it's already going to be hard enough as is you're not going to have time to pack in an all-star break um, yeah. and oblige last year's playoff teams to possibly play three or four other midweek games when you're already handing them like 15 midweek games. Um, uh, that are already going to get baked into a, a schedule that's just going to be bizarre and uh, very taxing. Um, I don't know for everyone that woke up for the first uh, games from the Bundesliga this weekend. You probably saw everyone get very excited that Giovanni Reina was going to start, and then he got injured in the warm up. He did. The first thing that I thought of, and I'm sure a lot of us, a lot, I'm not the only one that thought of this, is like, 
well, yeah, if you have everyone shut down for a while and then they do a weird truncated individual training regime um, and then try and come back and play professional soccer, you're going to have people getting injuries at a higher rate. Um, That's going to happen with whatever MLS does. Um, Adding three more games and several more trips. uh, Yeah, you can't possibly have those. So um, there was no way around it. Um, I was kind of warming to the idea of the League's Cup um, in part because uh, DC was probably going to play unless um, something changed or if Sholos had a wild comeback in the standings. It was probably going to be DC versus Sholos at Audi Field, which was going to be pretty cool. I thought that was going to be a nice occasion. Um, but instead, uh, that well, it was never going to happen. It would have been a Paul Ariola derby. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a big part of it. Um, that would have been a, a pretty fun event. But instead, uh, I mean, granted, it's still basically just a friendly. It's slightly more competitive than a friendly. There's a financial prize at the end. But all in all, you know, we probably would have not seen a a 100% full strength DC United on the field that night. Um, I mean, knowing Ben Olsen, knowing Ben Olsen, it would have been uh, a, a, I don't think a single starter would have started. Well, you know, it's thinking back to last year after the Marseille friendly went so badly. um, Olsen did say something about having to rethink his policy. Cause it's one thing to punt on a midweek friendly, but you do not want to lose eight to one at home. Or the US um, Open to, literally, to literally anyone. Um, like yeah. if Barcelona came in at full strength and full competitive vigor, you don't want to lose eight to one at home to them. You might, but you don't want to. Um, so there might have been a rethink there. Like we might have seen fewer Loudon uh, call ups and, and, you know, a, more of a mix of guys that play some of the time. But like this wouldn't have been a, you know, 100% full strength team at the best of times. And right now we're not in the best of times. Uh, in our world. We're, so, we're in the worst of times. Right. So oh. it, it's reasonable to drop the all-star game. I think they made the right choice in um, uh, saying that it'll be at Bank of California Stadium next year. Um, yeah. Rather than saying, oh, we're going to redraw the whole thing. Um, and the League's Cup and the Campionese Cup, they're going to bring it back um, for however much or however little interest you have in those things. Um, they're coming back whether you want them to or not. Um, so all that stuff's going to happen. It's just this year, clearly it's not feasible. And, uh, it's nice to hear someone acknowledging that something isn't feasible because it seems like our sports leagues are dead set on being like, uh, maybe, 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 I don't know. Uh, it's nice to have someone say like, yeah, we can't do that one. We, we have to be smart. We can't do it. Right. Even if it's just a marginal, like I said, extracurricular thing, it is. Yeah. An acknowledgement of reality, which is, is nice to see. And then, um, for anyone who who hasn't, Will Leach, the the founder of Deadspin, who's now a columnist for many many different places, had a piece today about sports coming back and just the the conflicted nature uh, or the conflicted feelings. I think he and a lot of fans are going to have because it's players putting themselves into harm's way uh, in a way even more so than usual, um, and how a lot of people are just not going to care about that, which. I'm still conflicted about even MLS or NWSL who, who it sounds like are, are pretty close to returning for a, a closed door term tournament in Utah. Um, whereas MLS will play in Orlando if their proposal goes through. Um, it's still very strange and very weird and I'm not totally comfortable with it. I did watch 
the Bundesliga this weekend, but mm-hmm. it's still. Um, I meant to, and then it just didn't happen. I got busy with other yeah. other things. I I watched the first half of the game, but uh, I got very comfortable and had only slept like six hours, and so I dozed off at halftime and woke up, and the games were already over. I was like, oh, I guess I've one had a nap in the morning, which is weird, and two, the games oh, were great. over. And I could not fix the problem, so I just let it go. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Something before before I had kids, I would you know, get up and turn on premier league or it was usually premier league, but whatever was on, on the weekend and just settle in on the couch. And so often I would doze back off and get an extra half hour, hour of sleep. It was so good. I miss those. I, I miss that. Um, I wouldn't train now my I kids wake- for the world, but I do. Part of me really misses sleep. Now, <laughs> now I wake up, bring my daughter downstairs and we watch Daniel tiger. Yeah. What if you could get your kids on board for a uh, an agreed upon nap time? Like we're going to watch this game, and then it's it's we're all going to have a nap. It'll be great. I mean, there's an agreed upon nap time, but it's I mean, usually at like one p.m. Yeah. That, that's a, also a great hypothetical. My almost three year old does not nap willingly. Okay. If you try, he will nap at school because it is expected of him, and everyone is doing it, and there are. Uh, multiple adults there who are able to say, just lie down on your cot for a little while and be quiet. And he will fall asleep in that circumstance. And he's also running around with his friends. But when he's at home with just us, he will not nap voluntarily. There are days when he is so tired, he will fall asleep just wherever he happens to be at that time. And if we take a drive in the car, he will fall asleep in there. But otherwise, he will not nap. And it is... Sounds terrible. It's it's a little unfortunate that that aspect. Mm. Um, so it's MLS Jersey Week right now. I'm told uh, m- mostly through MLS's social media channels, and they they set up a bracket of of 32 MLS jerseys from uh, the I've... 25 years of jerseys that exist, and uh, th- there's one from each of the 26 teams plus. Several, I guess, they classic jerseys. They would, as, as they would put it, and in some of the selections, I, I'm not going to lie, are mind-boggling. <laughs> the fact that anytime there were two jerseys from one team in the bracket, they p- pitted them against each other. Right, in that, the first that's round. That's- is that, that, is the, that is the original sin of this bracket. Like both of DC United's entrance into this bracket would beat every other Jersey and they pitted them against each other in the first round. Let, let's, let's not confuse things. The winner is going, the, the final is going to be Atlanta versus Seattle because this nobody is cares. Seattle. Adam, nobody cares about popularity contests. That's all I'm this ta- is. I'm talking yeah, about right. Action. I'm talking about right. Not what's actually going to happen. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm, bringing up the the bracket and the polls uh, on on my screen right now and Jesus MLS make it easier to find um they they started the polls today or yesterday um so let's just go through these first round matchups and just give our thoughts uh the first one we'll start at the top left which is the uh the western bracket Right. Which okay. the, the, the first round matchup is two galaxy jerseys. You have the, the 96 so bad versus <laughs> really bad. 
uh, versus their 2011 third jersey, which is, uh, I'm not sure if it's black or just a very dark blue. blue blue. It's blue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they needed a navy blue third jersey, considering their alternate jersey is navy blue, but it's a boring Beckham era Herbalife jersey that has nothing (laughs) special about it at all. They they flattened the the LA Galaxy jersey into two colors, and those colors are very dark blue and uh, not shiny gold. It's one of those jerseys where they also altered the badge, so yes. it's it's a badge with those colors rather than the Galaxy's badge. Because um, once you start changing the colors, you are changing the badge, which uh, drives me absolutely nuts. And Adidas keeps doing it, and I hate it. Um, yeah, that jersey sucks. It's boring. Um, yeah, give me the ninety six. Yeah, like the 96 Galaxy jersey is clearly a debacle in terms of uh, <laughs> being an eyesore, but at least it's someone tried something. I mean, it's it's a disaster, but like, I mean, it's like if, you, if, if you go to the movies, would you rather watch a movie that is just completely bizarre and bad, or would you rather watch something that's just completely bland and bad? At least oh, no. the bizarre movie gives you something to talk about. Jason, are you t- are you trying to convince me that I'm supposed to be advocating for th- for uh, uh, the room? I mean, I, you can do what you want. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. Then don't. But you could. Would you rather advocate for the room or just like the most bland movie you've ever seen? I've never seen the room. Okay. Well, <laughs> insert another. Maybe we should do a room watch party. No. All right. Yeah. The I, the ninety six. Like, We're all in agreement. Yeah, the ninety six is the right answer um, mm. for this particular I'm poll, at, but the, there should only be one Galaxy jersey. They, their jerseys have not been special in any way for their existence. They have some okay looks. Um, I think my preference would be for the gold and green sash uh, from their history. That's what I would have chosen. Like that's what I think of as kind of the classic Galaxy jersey. But um, I, I think of the ninety six. I like the ninety six. That's, I mean, that's fair, but this, I, mean, this I don't like it, but if we're thinking yeah, about the galaxy, jersey, if you're forcing me to think about the galaxy, which I, I prefer not to do, I, I would prefer to think about them in the 96. All right. Next matchup is, uh, LAFC's original home kit, um, I'm which sleep. It, boring. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a knockoff DC United Jersey with a YouTube logo across it. Uh, and Minnesota's current home kit, uh, this is an easy one. Minnesota's yes, with the wing motif is is yep. clearly the answer. That's hashtag definitely the best one in the left side of the bracket. Yeah, um, congratulations to, to Minnesota for generally having jerseys that are at least decent. Like their most boring jersey, other than that one. Yeah, t-shirt. their first year when they had like three months to put it together. I mean, but you, you got to do something when you hire. Was okay. It's just you got to do something when you hire Adrian Heath. You got to give <laughs> your fans something. something. Yeah, that one's this one's a slam dunk. Uh, yeah, the Minnesota jersey by a lot. Yeah. Uh, next matchup is Portland's 2015 third, uh, which is the kind of throwback looking. I think it's more of a faux-back, uh yeah. green and gold um, number with a actually a retro looking Alaska Airlines logo versus the '96 San Jose Clash jersey, which Ugh. is basically the Galaxy jersey in different colors, maybe worse colors. No, oh, yes. it's worse. It's they far worse. They the name Flash yeah. in yes. a big way. Give, give me the Portland Timbers one. 
the Timbers by a long shot. It's and not just because their colors are kind of similar to my alma mater's colors, but we know you went to William and Mary, Ben. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> I, I think this should be Portland's. Like they should try and aspire to this. Yeah, they should just wear with, this jersey. Uh, I think with all of the teams that have a deeper tradition, um, and I'll include DC in that because most MLS teams ditched their early vibe uh, as soon as they could. Um, But DC is like the only one that decided to keep some of that aspect around. I think those teams should skew a little more towards these because this Jersey design wise doesn't have a lot going on, but that's fine because you're a traditional club. You could have a a traditional home kit. Um, It's the other clubs like, you know, the galaxy being that boring. uh, I I don't, they've ditched their whole, other than their name, they ditched everything else, their colors, their old mm-hmm. badge. Um, so they shouldn't be boring. If, if you're going to be new, you shouldn't be boring. But if you're going to keep some contact with those old roots, then you should have a classic look and then, you know, get a little get a little wacky with your other kits. Uh, so speaking of wacky, Seattle's always tried to, you know, at least use bright, bold colors for their second and third jerseys, except the year that they decided to have a black third jersey and that of course is the one in the bracket because the designers of this bracket were silly and so you have the 2014 third from the sounders versus the the current primary for the vancouver whitecaps which is a one of my favorite jerseys from from the last year or two in mls it's a white shirt with a a navy blue band around it with a couple of uh baby blue stripes in it. Uh, And the band actually continues onto the back and the numbers are red. It looks awful on TV, but it's a look that I adore nonetheless. And, and for me, this is an easy call. It's a slam dunk that the, the white caps should win, but the, the sounders are going to win. Oh, I'm Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, Adam, I I just woke up because these two jerseys were so boring that I I fell asleep uh, while you were talking about them. I mean, it's a white shirt, which I get. Yeah, exactly. You know, it the is. opposition that, but but Vancouver's worn white as their primary, not as a secondary, which which does make a difference to me. They have the name white. Oh no, in I fell asleep name. again while you were defending it. And this actually has a design element that's cool and distinct and fun to look at. It's not just a white T-shirt. It it has something to recommend. I fell asleep it. a third time. I don't know how this is possible. Ben, you might have narcolepsy. Um, <laughs> is what's going on. Um, so Ben, are you actually saying this black Sounders jersey is is your preference? Uh, I mean, of these two, yes, it's the it's a terrible Sounders jersey, but yes, I am saying that that is my preference in between these two. Uh, I, I prefer the this- rave green. Give me the rave green over this, but I'm still choosing this Sounders jersey. So I, I I'm going with the Sounders jersey as well, but I don't agree with most of what Ben said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I Typical. think this white cap jersey is wild overrated. It's pretty boring. It looks like an old fire jersey. Um, so I'm very uninspired by it. I think the Vancouver Whitecaps have had mostly very good uh, white kits. They, I think for the teams that have a predominantly white home kit, I think they've been the best in the league at that. But this one is the worst of them, so I don't like it. Um, the fact that the Sounders still have that neon element in the black jersey, I think, is is something that deserves some credit. Um, the other thing is like most Sounders jerseys are bright, but they're not really like that color, that color combination, that green and blue, 
those shades do not go together for me even a little bit. Uh, so I think all of their main jerseys have been ugly across the board. Um, but this one, I, I think it's fine. Um, it's mostly that I just don't really like this. It's not that I like either of them, but I don't like this Vancouver jersey. I think it's a big letdown compared to their other ones. So it's really an anti-vote. It's a, it's a hostility vote more than a positive vote. All right, next up, uh, in all Colorado battle, you have the 99 secondary, which is a white number with some swoopy green lines, and then the the blue, yellow, and red Colorado flag jersey, uh, their third kit from, from 2013. Uh, what do you think, Jason? This one's a blowout. Now, this might be the biggest blowout in the entire bracket. It's the, it's the Colorado state flag Jersey. Um, one of the only state flags that uh, as a Marylander that I have any respect for is the Colorado state flag. Um, and this is they really, the Rapids should be going with the Colorado colors as their colors, but they've gotten it wrong several times. They've been green and white. They've been black and blue. Uh, and now they are the, whatever their Adidas trademark color names. They are uh, all well, wrong. So choices. Their current colors. Time. I think we're chosen from two other um, Denver area, Colorado teams. They took the, um, the Burgundy State from the Avalanche and the baby blue from the Nuggets who also were not always baby blue. Uh, right. But it, they took those colors and said, look, we're Colorado too. No, the, the, they should be doing the state flag stuff all the time. Agreed. Two 100%. Best- the two best kits they've ever had are this one and the yellow version. That's the in basically the inverse of this. Yes, absolutely. I don't know why you would not do this. It seems uh, it's the Rapids is why they don't yes. do it. But I'm frustrated. The, yep, the other it's one. A, it's a blowout. No, no, just it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Choose the Rapids jersey. And you know, yet the, the, the flag poll, jersey. In the poll, the uh, the 99 is winning by 10% right now because there is no justice in the world. And democracy is a lie. Um, next up, I mean, we already have. That. Uh, I, I guess the jersey for an El Capitan shirt, uh, the '98 primary for FC Dallas, which at that time was the Dallas Burn, versus the 2019 secondary for Houston, which is black with a kind of uh, Houston Astros homage, uh, orange gradient band across the uh, the front. Um, I lean toward the Houston one here, just because the the Dallas. Jersey doesn't look that great to me, but um, I I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. I have strong feelings against the Dynamo, but I mildly choose their jersey over <laughs> the Burn jersey. Uh, yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'll make it a clean sweep. This Dynamo kit is pretty good. I like it. Um, I know some people feel a certain way about the color orange. I I like it. Um, and this one has that, but not not too much. It's nice. Uh, also, the Dallas Burn. I'm having trouble thinking of any of their jerseys being any good. They've had a lot of jerseys that are like this one, which is just that certainly is a shirt that you could wear for your team. Um, that's about all you could say about it. That's it's kind of like a thing. shirt of its time. Yeah, and yeah. this team also played in MLS. Yeah. It reminds me of the era. I mean, I'm sure it probably is the area of H O O P S. Yes. Uh, I don't know what that is. Possibly, yeah. What the polyphonic spree? Who did the song about? Who did the hoop song for the for uh, the FC Dallas? I think that was them. Was it the polyphonic spree? Okay, they're from, oh. they're from there, and they tried yeah, to yeah, hire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Adam, did I you did not, not listen? I, did you not I, listen to um, uh, Winning Ugly or uh, any of those like 2009 era soccer podcasts? I'm I'm sure I I didn't listen to Winning Ugly, but I listened to several podcasts back then. Uh, I I remember when MLS, I think Bad Brains did a DC United song. Um, yes, they did. Yeah, but I didn't listen to all of them from around the league. I listened to DC United's, um, which is kind of how MLS is as a league. People well, mostly yeah. follow their team and not the whole league, um, which is you know what the league is trying to change because right. that's where the money is. Uh, next up, you have Nashville's very boring but yellow um, primary kit from from this year. There is. It's a yellow kit with some navy blue trim. That is the entire story of that jersey. That's versus, the tweet. <laughs> R- yeah, that's the that's the tweet. Um, versus RSL's 2018 primary, and why they didn't choose the jersey that RSL won a championship in, as opposed to the later homage to the jersey they won a championship in. I don't know, but it's not RSL the best jersey they won. ever wore. It's just a tribute. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, so I, I am voting for the tenacious D of of these of this matchup, and that would be RSLs, um, just because it's it's not actually great itself, but it's not the snoozer that Nashville's is. Yellow, 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 yellow. You vote yellow. I vote yellow. I don't really like okay, the shade play. of yellow. Um, I also don't like Coldplay. But I, I don't like the shade of yellow. Um, so the RSL kit, you know, the sleeves are different. So it's something visual, but it's fine. But the Nashville one is a big letdown. So, yeah, it's it's the RSL one for me. All right. Next up, KC, you have uh, Wizards versus Sporting. The 97 primary with the rainbow swoopy stripes versus the 2014 secondary uh, dark blue, light blue hoops. Um, this one better be ben, easy too. And who you got? <laughs> it's the rainbow jersey, of course. Yeah. That one is way gotta better. Be. Give me pretty. Gotta be the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say I like both of these. Um, yeah, the hoops is the, pretty good too. But yeah, the, the, the rainbow one kicks good. its butt. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Kansas City. As much as their rebrand was necessary for them, at some point they've got to have a season where they do in a way tribute to this rainbow kit or, or even make it their home Jersey. They got to do I mean, something to bring. They've already had a tribute to it. They, they made a but training I mean, like, top out of it. It sold out immediately. Yes. But don't do a training top. Do, do it for real. Uh, really commit yeah. to it. Um, but that's their problem. Yeah. These are pretty good, but it's the rainbow one. Yeah. Uh, moving over to the East. Um, First up is uh, the, I, I think the current, I, I don't have the years in front of me for, for the Eastern Conference, but what looks like the current uh, Montreal Impact jersey versus a random black secondary NYC one. And Oh, I've fallen asleep again. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm voting for Montreal, but it should not be this version of the jersey. It should be the one before it that was did not have a random fade to black down the front of it. It was just the the didn't blue have the, and black stripes, the the inter Milan looking stripes, which is what the, the Marco Devio Montreal Impact jersey is. What you're saying? Are you are you saying yes. you don't want you don't want the gut fade, Adam? You don't want I, to, I, to fade I, your gut away? I I, I don't. 
I, I want the stripes to be true stripes that go all the way down the length of the jersey. That is what I want. And they they were good. They weren't just random bars. They had those silver stripes down the blue, the, the pinstripes down the middle of the blue stripes. They, they looked like someone had thought about them and didn't just say, hey, let's put a fade here for no reason. But out of these two, I'm voting Montreal. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, I think there's something very impact. It's not their best kit, but there's something that feels like this is the Montreal impact, like a weird gradient on your Jersey. It feels like something the impact would do. So yeah, it, it feels right to me. Uh, next up for some reason, the revolution got, got two jerseys in here. Uh, first up is their 96 (laughs) entry, which you think of 96 as a time of garish jerseys in MLS. And that does not do these shirts justice. I think they are so far beyond garish with the stripes coming out from many different angles, not from the the armpit, but from the opposite armpit with stars on that sleeve. Um, that's against their PSG ripoff, uh, navy blue home shirt with the, the the red and white stripes down the front, just the one stripe in each color going down the center of the front. Um, I vote pass. <laughs> you can't pass. I vote for neither of these jerseys. You can't, no, Adam. <laughs> I vote for the you 96. At least the you 96 know. has an opinion about things. I'm I may disagree with, with the opinion, but it's got an opinion. Uh, I am actually, I'm going to go with the newer one. Uh, I've always kind of liked that like thin stripe down the front uh, with two tone colors. Like if you have, if you're a team that has three colors, I think this is a nice, um, a nice way to express that. It's not very exciting, but it's nice enough. Um, this isn't even the the other one isn't even the most garish revs jersey. They had a different one where there's like this pattern, but it's like contained in one part of the jersey. Um, there's more red in it. Uh, this jersey is wacky. Um, <laughs> I'll give them that, also, but it's kind of a mess. I also prefer the. Didn't they have a jersey that was kind of a tribute to the New England flag with the big yes. pine tree on it? A, that was a that good one. one. Was kind of weird though because it had the truncated like white thing at the but top that was of better it. than either of these jerseys that. Yeah. yeah yeah it was i, I think that's uh, the best revs jersey there has ever been not that yes it's that high of a bar but that's the revs one thing i'm happy we all agree on is that flags rule and yeah. if, if if you can make a jersey based on a flag like just to take it out of the mls context the waldo jerseys for the u.s national teams do that If you don't have a good reason not to base your uniform on a local flag, then base it on the flag. It's the right call. Uh, I'm going to throw in that I tried to take this too far in proposing to the Washington spirit that if they're going to play in three jurisdictions, they should either do (laughs) a Maryland flag jersey, a D.C. flag jersey, and a Virginia flag jersey. Or if they really wanted to go wild, uh, they could choose um, still the D.C. flag, but then also have... The, the crazy flag. Montgomery County flag and the crazy Loudoun County flag. If you look at <laughs> those two, they are wild. wild. Yeah, um, Loudoun United yeah. actually incorporated elements from the Loudoun County yes. flag into their but their they identity. It down quite a bit. They, <laughs> they like, did take it down like five. Um, it's got yeah, like castellations. It's bad. It's it's I rough. Tried. I tried to propose to the spirit that they use the county flags if they're not going to do the state flags, and I, I don't think they've taken me up on it. 
<laughs> I'm sure they have <laughs> they, not. I they haven't heard. They may have deleted I, your number. They haven't unveiled the jersey, their their new jersey yet. So I'm holding out hope. Oh, but, uh, uh, Jason, they they unveiled it, unveiled it to the rest of us. They didn't unveil it to you yet. I've been cut off from yeah. uh, this <laughs> one specific piece of information. <laughs> yes. That's impressive. Other thing about the Loudoun County flag is it involves both red and green, which but also a bad green, rough. not even a good green yeah. with milk drops in it. It literally has milk drops <laughs> on the flag all over the day. All right, let's flag. keep going. Come on. I right, anyway, go of these two New England jerseys, I choose the newer one, um, mostly because it had uh, contrasting shorts that went along with it, and that matters to me. That was uh, yeah. n- next up, two uniforms from new jersey you have the uh red and black vertical stripe metro stars jersey versus a red red bulls jersey um again pass if that's an option if not not an option adam (laughs) um the red it's got to be the original the the old school one yeah give me the metro stars yeah we don't even have to discuss it's just a red shirt that's it. With a giant Red Bull logo, like even larger yeah. than a normal jersey sponsor across the front. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no reason right. to vote for that. The the answer is the the OG. And one of the one of the coolest things I thought about the Thierry Henry era uh of the Red Bulls was the fact that Henri, as the captain, wore a th- oh. his captain's See, armband was was black and red stripes. I to, didn't like to, this at all. You didn't. Um, no, because the the Red Bulls as an organization were like, we are going to destroy our history. Um, and so once he started doing that, they were like, uh, yeah, it's cool that he did that. And it's like, you, as an organization, you can't have it both ways. You can't completely obliterate your team history. And then when someone does a tribute to it, be like, look at this tribute our guy did. You can't do both. So I didn't like it. And I, would, I don't like it now. That's, that's fair. Um, <laughs> in a vacuum, I like it, but. In the yeah. context, maybe not. Um, next up, you have a Philadelphia Union jersey that's actually a an homage, not even a good homage, to uh, the Bethlehem Steel uniforms of long before any of us or our parents were were a thing. Versus a very pedestrian Toronto FC jersey. Yeah. This this is a tough one. <laughs> Again, they, this side of the bracket is a whole lot of pass. I don't like well, either. Of you're these. not allowed to pass. Ben, do you have an opinion here? Because I need a second. <laughs> yeah, g- give me give me the Bethlehem Steel homage. It's not a good homage, but uh, it's better than just like the battleship that is the Toronto FC jersey. I don't know. I kind of want to vote against the Bethlehem Steel thing because it wasn't their history. They appropriation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fair. I'm that's kind of fair. against that. Bethlehem is not Philadelphia. No, nope. they're very far apart. Yes. And and there's no other that'd be, than that'd both be like, happening to be in Pennsylvania. There's no reason for them to to wear black and red and white. Like those right. aren't that'd their colors. Like, it, it be like no a, sense, so it'd be like I'll vote uh, against that one. Yeah, it'd be like DC wearing a Richmond Kickers jersey. Yeah, right. Or or yeah. a, a Baltimore Bows jersey. It, it it's not the same thing. Or Baltimore right. is way closer to yes, DC but DC wearing Bethlehem a Bows jersey to... would make just as no, much I know, sense. I know, I know. But at least it's physically closer. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't in good faith vote for the like. 
in terms of which shirt looks better as a, just a fashion statement, then yeah, obviously the, the Bethlehem one is the better one, yes. but I can't vote for that Jersey because it, it is nonsense that the union were like, we don't have any history. We'd like to borrow someone else's. Um, yeah. So we're going to make a shirt based on that. This uh, is a bad Toronto Jersey, Jersey though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. I have nothing positive to say about this one. I feel like TFC has had an unfortunate run of jerseys that are bland. Um, which this doesn't so much gray in it. It was that period yeah. when they were trying to make gray happen for Toronto yes. and maybe several other teams. Yeah. Um, but I mean, with Toronto but, specifically, they had this yeah. particularly drab gray, not even a good, like not even Is a this the bloody big deal era. Uh, it might've been, I don't know, but yeah, like, I feel like that's you, right. You call your team the reds, just make it red. It seems, yeah. it seems straightforward to me. I just feel um, like TFC TFC has had so much drama in one way or another that their Jersey should reflect that. And this is the antithesis of that. Yeah. Um, I doubt we'll keep doing this for the, the second round and beyond, but right. the matchup between this and the metros, uh, presumably their old Jersey is gonna, I don't I know. Just, I'm not <laughs> looking forward to it. It's, it's uh, tough. It keeps being tough. Bottom half of this side of the bracket, and then we'll we'll call it a show. Uh, first up is Atlanta's debut, Five Stripes, actually with five, no, seven stripes across the front. Um, oh, it's five. The, the, there are five stripes, and then the sides, are, it's like the side panel oh, is extended. This, okay, gotcha. So yeah. five, the, the actual Five Stripes jersey that looks like seven uh, when you're just looking at it versus uh, the OG Fire 98 jersey with red with the band the white band across the front and the the navy collar and and looking at this one jason is right that the white caps jersey looks like an homage to to the old fire jersey i still prefer that white caps i still prefer i I still like that white caps jersey but jason who you got five stripes or uh Uh 98 fire so uh, I think these are both fine. Um, they're not anything particularly special, but they're they're pretty solid um, for for teams making their debut. They both look fine. Um, they don't look like a bunch of idiots. Um, I think I'm going to make my choice not on aesthetics at all, but on the fact that uh, in Atlanta's first year, a terrible DC United team uh, still beat them every <laughs> single time. Whereas in Chicago's first year, they beat the very best DC United team of all time in MLS Cup. So out of out of a nod of respect, I'm going to vote for the Fire. Oh, you're not going to vote. Oh, petty. I'm you're going. Gonna, I'm going. Pe- I'm going petty. I'm go. I'm going for that's five strikes. Petty because because screw the fire. That's that's a perfectly valid reason to vote for, against the fire. Uh, is antipathy. <laughs> um. So I think both of these jerseys are of their time for to an extent. Like Atlanta's is very clean, even with the the noisy stripes, and and Chicago's is like. I just picture that Jersey being big and baggy in a very nineties way. And uh, they both work for their eras, but I just, I got to go with the nineties, like randomly garbage bag shirts for this one. I don't know. It's just, it speaks to me. It works. That Nike kit. I distinctly remember had a really nice fabric to it. I don't know if that helped you guys (laughs) at all, but the fabric itself, I mean, it it was still a nineties cut. It's so Um, granular. Jesus. But uh, the fabric, it, it was, it had a nice feel to it. If if you ever, um, they also sold like this was like the template that was everywhere. So if, if you, you had ever, if you can steal one of those jerseys from Jason's house, 
Oh, I don't have one of these. Um, like, I did at one point and it fell apart. Ben, are you organizing a heist to get revenge on Jason for, for stealing your whiskey? I mean, I'm not saying I'm not. Okay. Ben, Ben, is there going to be a jailbreak uh, tonight? <laughs> whiskey break. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't tell you. you. Have a song called Whiskey Break. It's called Jailbreak. The song is called Jailbreak. Any so he's going to take it. a jar of whiskey and have a jailbreak. Well, yeah, yeah. If you drink a whole jar of whiskey, you might then be inspired to decide to attempt a jailbreak. You'll probably jailbreak fail. for a jar of whiskey. Maybe I'm pretty sure Ben does not have the skills necessary to stage an entire jailbreak. Um, nor does he have uh, compatriots in jail that need breaking out for some reason. Um, well, that part is at least true. He's got okay. the whiskey that's. In Anderson jail. Well, you've got the whiskey. He had the whiskey. Yeah. Ben, are you saying that, that, that you're saying that you don't have anyone in jail that deserves breaking out, but maybe you could stage a jailbreak? Is that what you're saying? It's I neither crazy. confirm nor de- deny these okay. remarks. That it's is a particular set of skills, Jason. It is. <laughs> and it's um, leaving people to rot in jail. Next up, hell is real. Um, the, the boringest worst kit or, or strip shirt on the entire bracket Cincinnati's secondary white jersey versus the Columbus crew 96 jersey because it's I like don't know the why they chose that jersey one. yeah they should have for the crew they should have chosen the, uh, the all yellow one the first one after the rebrand that was yellow with the sublimated checker pattern that was no, their it, best it was it was a black checker it wasn't sublimated it was just black checkers well um, they had they did they it was black on black checkers and yellow on yellow checkers. So it had no, this no, no, supplement. No, the, the, yellow, the yellow one had black checkers. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. talking about an older one, not the... Oh, we're talking uh, about the two different kits. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they any, had an actual black and any yellow full yellow, Any full yellow or mostly yellow Columbus Crew jersey is better than this one, but unfortunately I still have to vote for the Crew jersey because that Cincy one sucks. Yeah, this is a by default kind of vote because yeah, yeah no one in their right mind can vote for that Cincy one unless you're a Cincy fan and then you get a special dispensation, but nobody else. This I will say this this Crew jersey was among the better debut jerseys from 96 but yeah there are clearly several better yellow crew jerseys and it should be a yellow one um yeah representing the crew should be predominantly yellow um but yeah this one's this one's fine it's not bad it's just the cincinnati jersey is so bad that almost everything would have beaten it uh next up an all florida battle uh actually before we get to that i want to talk about (laughs) pass is not an option ben uh, before we get to that, I want to talk about an observation, Jason, you made when we were planning this show. And you skipped that's the, the DC United jerseys. I'm going to finish with the DC United jerseys, Ben. Uh, Come on. Have a sense of showmanship. Come on, Ben. I thought we were in going way, in order. I was just going to, in a way, Ben interrupting the show is his showmanship. for. <laughs> that's a fair point. Ben saying no but is his superpower <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Um, before we, before we go further down that well, though, um, Jason, you had made an observation when we were planning out the show that so many of these jerseys are from the first three years of the league, 96, 97, 98. And then there's nothing else until 2008 or so. And then there's only a couple current jerseys on here. It's, it's very, um, 
split into specific periods. And a lot of the current jerseys are teams like Miami and Nashville who don't have anything else. Yeah, I'm very puzzled by the fact that like MLS's middle history, which is the bulk of its history, is just like, no, I don't remember that. Um, Now, I will say that the late 90s and early 2000s, there were some fashion issues that people needed to work out. Uh, and that was partially reflected. Like some of DC's uh, least good kits have come from, you know, like 2002, 2003. Um, but yeah, it is bizarre that the league was like, okay, let's pick some classic throwbacks. Uh, and then we will totally ignore like 15 years. And then we'll start again at like 2015. And then the jerseys can start back up from there. Um, that's strange. But on brand, it tracks with I this guess. league though, because yes. the 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 early years are so long ago and so weird and silly that you can you can kind of own them again now. Whereas those middle part of the years, n- nobody really wants to remember the aughts. Like that was not a good time in anyone's life, um, and and it was also when the league was nearly folding. So I, I understand them not wanting to remind people of that, but surely somebody had a good kit during that period. There were some sprinkled in. Um, yeah, but the, none the of them made the list. I'll, I'll throw an example out there. Um, the kits that uh, Kansas City lost the 2004 MLS Cup in, um, I thought they were fine. They were a decent neon blue uh, and white. They were the Kansas color City already has two in this, so I understand no, I that know. one. Not and they're not going to pick. They're not going to pick that one over those two. I get it, but there were options. Is the point? There, there were yeah. some kits out there that were available that were not so bad. Um, I think the 2011 RSL should have been on here instead of the 2018. Yeah, like, that's a good one. That's fine. The, the 2018 is just an homage to the 2011. So just put the original on there. 15 years. It's most of the league's history that was just not involved in this uh, this poll. Uh, it happened, right. though. I was there for it. I saw it. Right. Next up, uh, Miami and Orlando, all Florida. Um, Miami's... I don't even know which one's supposed to be their primary and which one's their secondary. It's their black one with pink stripes and a pink flamingo kind of um, pattern throughout it. The image here makes it look much more prominent than it actually is. Yes, it is. They're really that that flamingo. They're making it pop. If they had done that in real life, the jersey would actually be decent. But instead, if you look at it in person, it's you can barely see it. And the, the pink looks white. Honestly, in, yes. in another in major, action. yeah, uh, that's up against Orlando's purple Ugh. one from a couple years ago. I think I don't think this is their current one. Um, it is purple. It has a some kind of purple on purple pattern happening. It looks like V shaped bricks. <laughs> that's as as well as I can describe it uh, on the torso, and then the purple on the sleeves is not patterned. Right. And I, 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 I want to vote pass again. I really do. Uh, Adam, that's tough you can. I, have no, I have no, I have no real problem with purple. And I think I'm going to vote against Miami's because they're not pink. They should be pink. They have pink in their logo. They sh- just like DC United should have done a pink Jersey um, as a secondary. Miami should be wearing pink shirts as their primary. Why they're not is stupid. And I don't get it, especially since they put it in their damn color scheme. So <laughs> I'm voting for Orlando. I'm sorry, Ben. I don't want to, but I've been left with no choice because you won't let me pass. This is your fault, Ben. It's not my fault. 
you you it's a bracket you decided to bring up this whole topic uh <laughs> i'm also gonna go for orlando unfortunately because oh. i actually love the color purple um and it wins me over despite my dislike of orlando city the 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 soccer team but this Miami kit is just so underwhelming that I have to go with the purple kit, even though it's also blocky and weird and not a good Orlando kit, but I got to go with it. Yeah. uh, That pretty much sums it up for me. I mean, I don't like this Orlando Jersey, um, nor do I like Orlando city, the team, but uh, Miami just, it's such a missed opportunity. Like they, the thing is, they could have had a black. If you just told me Miami's going to have a black and pink jersey, I would say, okay, the p- pink is probably neon. It's probably prominently featured and not just like a little accent. Um, and it's probably going to look really cool. And instead, they just made None like the most pink. boring black and pink jersey they possibly could, um, which is especially bad when you consider that forward Madison is out there uh, with yeah. pink and flamingos and is making like the best kits in American soccer, give or take the Chicago Red Stars. Um, so there's someone else out there showing you how it should be done. And then you did this anyway uh, is a disaster. So, yeah, I, I think we all have the same rationale here. The, we're we're voting against the Miami Jersey more than we are right. for the Orlando Jersey. There's so many 96 and 98 jerseys here. Like we talked about that are just garish and not necessarily good, but they're brash and they're out there. <laughs> Most of them were not, not good. They were garish, <laughs> but not good. But you have this nostalgia for them now. And yes, like, or, or at least fans of those teams have nostalgia for, for those jerseys now. And yet we get things like Miami's current jersey or, or the Revs, or which I even voted for over their garish old one. But you or have Vancouver. like the Galaxy doing boring second kits when they had, they, they have an actual history to look back on. Um, it's, it's very strange to me. One team that's always been pretty, um, stayed and classic in their their uniforms is dc united and that's where we're gonna end it it's an all 98 matchup looking zooming in on the image it looks like the uh not the original dc united logo but the 98 through 2016 uh or whenever it was logo it's the the original design of of the shirt though the three big chunky white stripes across the front of a black jersey with red trim around the cuffs and the collar Versus the 98 secondary jersey, uh, the tire tread jersey that had the the logos centered and then uh, three black stripes, big and chunky, going down from the left shoulder straight down to to the hem. And these are both great. These are both great. These are and both better they're, they're, than every other jersey on, uh, on the Eastern Conference, for sure, and yes. probably better than every other jersey on this bracket. Yeah, it's uh, again ridiculous that these two are are pit against each other because they are obviously great jerseys. And um, Jason, let's let's start with you because I know what your vote is going to be. Uh, I think I think I even said it on the show. I think my favorite DC United jersey of all time is this uh, ninety eight yep. white away. Um, I would like to once again reiterate that the team has an opportunity next season to replace their current very forgettable away jersey with a tribute to this one and they absolutely should do that um i also what's that if they don't do a tribute to this jersey it should be pink the 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 cherry blossom jersey that they nixed yeah 
I, I, I would still be disappointed, but uh, this this one deserves a tribute. Uh, I don't want the cherry blossom one to get in the way of that. Um, <laughs> it can, it can be next in line. Um, the other one, the the black one, is also very good. Um, there's a reason why people have been yelling about bring back the stripes forever, and it's people are thinking about this jersey mostly when they think about that. Um, either one of these deserves to uh, win it. Uh, this is ridiculous that they made them uh, go up against each other, but uh, I guess here we are. Um, but yeah, give me the white. Ben, who you got? I'm going to go with the with the black jersey. It's it's the classic DC United jersey. It's it's it has all of the uh, all of the colors you want from a DC United jersey. It's got the black. It's got the white. It's got the red. It doesn't have gray, uh, which is which is good. Um, it's just everything I want to see from a DC United jersey. So I'm going with the black one. I think I also have to go with the the black one. It is it's what I think of when I think of classic DC United is is that, and it looks good and it it works it it all fits together really really well i love the the tire tread jersey and i would love to get a an homage to it but um between these two i gotta go with the the black anything else you guys want to hit tonight before we like i'm getting antagonized but i can move with that you're not you and i agreed on almost every single shirt on this i think i think this and the vancouver one i mean also i'm 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 looking at all of the dc united away jerseys since the 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 tire tread one and they're almost undeniably bad since the tire tread one so please bring back the tire tread one as well a lot of times all the the away jerseys were always just the reverse of the home um, yeah. for a long time, it was just like, okay, we've got this good looking home Jersey and we'll just switch the colors white and black. And now we've gotten away Jersey. Um, there just wasn't a lot of thought put into them. And so this, this, the white one had, um, uh, much more to it than the, than the other options, yeah. which is why, you know, they should follow suit. Um, I guess we're not going to do the whole bracket, but I will say on the, on the West side of the bracket, um, I feel like it's probably the Minnesota and the Colorado. Uh, are the best two. Well, um, the thing is, the Colorado State flag jersey is losing right now to well, I can't, the other Colorado. I can't help what um, no sense. Uh, Rapids fans want to remember how they lost uh, MLS Cup 98 uh, in those colors. That's that's their problem. Um, I can't help them there. Um, but yeah, there there are... I would hope that MLS had more good jerseys to put forward, but when these are the options, there are only a handful where I'm like, that's a good jersey. There, there's a several where I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then there's a lot where I'm like, this, this is not a best 32 jerseys uh, at all. This is one of those where requiring every team to get an entry um, really yeah. dilutes the field. Yes, they absolutely should have said, like, sorry, Nashville FC- and Miami, your jerseys and just FC aren't very Cincinnati. good. Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, why the Galaxy have two? I, I like the Timbers have had so many jerseys that are better. Like just in the, just to look at the Western conference ones, well, the, well, the Timbers have had multiple jerseys better than either of those galaxy ones. You've got to remember the galaxy are always going to get a little extra. Um, it's true. Uh, if you guys read um, freedom kicks, there's a link to classic MLS matches that ESPN plus is showing right now. And I went through and counted how many involved the Galaxy out of a list of 30. And it was 19 of those 30 <laughs> games included the Galaxy. 
Only two included DC United. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> that's that's MLS. Anyway, DC United, Major best uniform. Galaxy soccer. And MLS, historically, and into the future. That does it for us tonight. Thank you all for listening. Find us at blackandredunited.com. If you want to support us financially, you can do that at patreon.com slash filibuster. Uh, hit us on Twitter at filibusterdcu at blackandredu for the website. Send your emails to filibusterpodcast at gmail.com. Download, rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Mostly just tell a friend about the show. When you are breaking quarantine to watch Bundesliga next weekend, mention that you you listen to this soccer podcast. Don't break quarantine. You can stay home a little longer. It's true. You can. You should. Um, with that, uh, I think that does it. And uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. For Jason and Ben, I'm Adam. Say goodbye, Jason. Uh, I'm out of film movie jokes. Goodbye.